all in let's go all in with jesus good day family today i'm speaking to you on the topic of consecration what it means to be consecrated and i'm studying a powerful book by mark betterman the title is all in and uh, he's talking uh, recently i was listening to bishop dag pray and uh, he said a word he said he said satan is afraid of people like us or like me who's who gives the who gives who serves god with all their heart with everything and you know i realized that people in life who are doing very well spiritually and who's gone far they've they've made this they have this made up mind in them that whatever god tells them to do whatever god asks them to do wherever god asks them to go they are just ready to do it. They are. They've given themselves. And you know, many times, sometimes, um, some people as well, who don't do well spiritually or well in God, is that you see they have this thing where they, they are not. They haven't come to the point of giving themselves totally over to God. And that is essentially the the first step to becoming a believer, to becoming a child of God, is that you receive God. But the next step to that is as well that you receive Jesus as your Lord. And that is essentially what made the disciples, what made them who they are, is that they've, they've all made Jesus their master. We must know that our God is a father, is a lover, is a, excuse me, is a, excuse me, is a, is a provider but also god is a king and god is our master and that mastership and that rulership of god is not for his control over us and his manipulation of us but rather the loving guide because if man is created with a master the ifs if if you are not under the the rulership of god you are rather under the rulership of Satan and his demons. We, we, we are created to not be free in a way, but to always have a moral or a spiritual hand over us, a spiritual rulership and a mastership. A loving one. A loving, because who, how great is it to have the greatest good, the greatest good person, the most loving person, the most perfect person. Every good thing comes out of him. He is our God and our master. And that is what God wants us to. That's where we are most safe. So when we are speaking about the, the topic of consecration. Consecration is simply devoting yourself to Christ. Setting yourself apart. For instance, when you go to a house. Uh, everyone in the house. So some houses will have certain cutlery like for instance they will say this is our daddy's cup this is my favorite plate this is my plate like in our house um we have uh, a mug with my face on it someone gave it to me as a gift i mean that's my mug the mug has been consecrated to me I, if i decide i want to take this coffee mug and put sand in it and plant plants in it it's my mug if I decide 
I want to drink coffee in it. It's my mug. You see. So what God. What God has created us. And as children of God. We are to be consecrated. And set apart for him. For his use. For his pleasure. And his enjoyment. For his instruction. But the, the nice thing is that. You must know that. If you are set apart to God. God will not destroy your life. You are actually setting yourself apart to be in the greatest hands, in the most blessed hands. And you are setting yourself apart to, to start your plan, to start the plan of God for you. So it's a great thing to be consecrated to God. The Bible says in the book of Joshua, um, the Lord speaks to Joshua the prophet and the Lord tells him, command the people of Israel, tell them to consecrate themselves. Then he says, for tomorrow I will do great things amongst you. Meaning, the great things in your life can only happen when you are consecrated to God. That is when great things, amazing things started. In the olden days, there was such a great, a great emphasis placed on consecration. Have you been consecrated? Have you been set apart for God's use? So that, that is where what... Um, you know, even the word holiness means to be set apart for God. It doesn't mean to not smoke, to not drink. It's not a case of omission, but commission. Meaning, it's not a, a point of Christianity. It's not a thing about what you are not doing. But rather, it is also it is more a thing about what you are doing. So it's not just about, no, I don't smoke. No, I don't drink. No, no I don't do this. It's, it's not about that. It's about what you've become, how you've surrendered yourself over to God. So, we see here um, in this book, I love this. This man, the, in chapter, chapter 1, I'm going to share it with you. It says, a century ago, a brave souls of people, of Christians, became known as one-way missionaries. What these people do is they would purchase a single ticket to go to a mission field. Wherever God has placed um, said, I want to win souls there. This is what the consecrated believers were doing. You see, the other people who thought they were holy were sitting back at home, not doing anything for God. But that's not the consecrated vessel. These are consecrated vessels. They would they would place um, all their belongings in a suitcase. I'm sorry, instead of having suitcase to put their belongings in. They would, they would take everything they have, their clothes, their shoes, their pictures, their whatever they have, their GHDs, their toothbrushes. They would pack them all neatly in coffins. Oh yes, all their earthly belongings. Because they were sailing, they went to the harbor to, save, to sail somewhere and to wave goodbye to everything they knew and everyone they loved. To follow the plan of God for their lives. And... The coffin, they didn't take suitcases, they would take coffins, meaning that maybe where I'm going, there's not a coffin maker, so I'm bringing one along. You see, this is, this is true Christianity, when you, when, you, when you pack everything you have, even, maybe you're not doing it physically, but you do it, you do it spiritually, you do it mentally, you, you pack everything you have, all your plans, you pack it in a coffin, and you say, Lord, wherever you want to send me. So, one of these missionaries his name was A.W. Milner and uh, he set sail to go to a place in New Hybrids in the South Pacific okay um, and knowing fully well he knew that every every missionary who had gone before him to the South Pacific were martyred 
were killed by headhunters. There were people, cannibals in that area. Cannibals are people who eat people. And uh, when he went there with this coffin, coming with this coffin, powerfully, he ministered amongst them. And he wasn't murdered, but he actually stayed there for 35 years. He preached to them. They fell in love with him. He showed them the love of Christ. He showed them the way of God. And when he died, the tribe took him and they placed his body in a grave in the middle of their village. And they wrote this inscription on his tombstone. I love it. It said, when he came here, there was no light. But when he left, there was no darkness. Isn't that amazing? When he came here, there was no light. There was no light of the gospel. That is a consecrated vessel that God wants to use. God wants to use you in a powerful way. God wants you to be the light for some people. Whose light were you meant to be? The Bible says that we are the light in the, of the world. We are the salt of the earth. You see, there's no point in a light, in like Jesus said, in a, in a light candle being hidden under a basket you we need to go into dark places into dark communities into lost communities and shine the love of jesus there the light of the word of god the, the i love it he writes here mark Petterman writes here in this book he says when did we start believing that god wants to send us to to safe places to do easy things that fruitfulness and faithfulness is staying at home in one place. That playing it safe is safe. When did we believe that there is any greater pleasure than sacrifice? That radical is anything but normal. Jesus did not die to keep us safe. He died to make us dangerous. Faithfulness is not holding the storm. Holding the fort or staying at home. Rather faithfulness is storming the gates of hell. Oh yes. The will of God is not the insurance plan. But it is a daring plan. Complete surrender of your life. Complete surrender of your life to the cause of Christ. Isn't radical. But it is normal. You see in the olden days. Giving yourself over radically to God wasn't seen as something radical but rather it was normal the people we come from the blood that flows through our veins the spiritual blood if you read in the book of hebrews when when people receive jesus they they would receive him at the danger of their own lives they knew that receiving god was the most exciting thrilling craziest thing that anyone could do receiving the gospel yes even many of them when they would receive the gospel they knew that um, as they became christians that their houses would be burned down that family members would be would be killed and many of them had happened but they were so given over to the will of god that they would say lord whatever your plan is for my life that is what i am willing to do that is what i that is true christianity we see how the disciples left everything to follow him that is that is when you find the beauty of christ the all in all it says here the he, he, he writes here quit quit living 
as if the as if the purpose of your life is to arrive safely at your death it is time to go out it is time to go all out all in all in all for jesus pack your coffin